Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment. This is Big Q from the Sports Coma chiming in about the Pro Shop. Pro Shop is the platform store in over 35 different designs are available for your pleasure. The new Drew Orleans shirts are in, coming in all colors, all sizes, also for women, men, and children are available. Bill Drawlings Tough is also available. Despite Katrina, despite the plagues, despite everything else, we're still Bill Drawlings Tough and we're going to make it through it. The very popular God is a Saints fan shirt is available with volume number two. One shirt that says it all, you'll be the life of the party with your God is a Saints fan shirt. Also other designs like the Chump Missioner tees. We didn't get robbed. The Drew Orleans Neck Gator that's also available now on the Pro Shop. Also so I am black and gold royalty. Tiger, purple, and gold pride. Built Nola, Zion, strong. Won't back down ever. Black and gold, stand up. And many other great designs are available at the Pro Shop and provided to you by Pro Apparel. And not only tees or sweaters are available at the Pro Shop, also coffee mugs, smartphone cover cases for your Apple or Android, bedspreads, towels, posters, on and etc. Go to the Pro Shop, support the platform, and represent the style. Who that? Football, you have the Raiders. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 11th uh, season, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, I, I spoke with Mike yesterday, and he told me, you know, he's gonna take it day by day and, and, and see if he can make it back. When, when, I, when I talk about toughness, I've never been around a guy as tough as Mike, and the way that he approaches the game, and the way that he loves the game, and so I, I, I can't count him out right now, cause just because I know what type of mentality he has, and he's gonna try to give it, give it all he can to try to make it back, but. You know, if he can't make it back, then it's always a next man's up, next man up mentality. And so we got to have that. We got guys like, you know, Benny Fowler, Traquan Smith, uh, Deontay Harris, and, and we're going we gonna to need those guys to step up and myself as well. And, uh, you know, we got guys like Alvin Kamara and, 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 and Cooks. And uh, we got a lot of pieces that I feel like we can still go out and win a game. Well, first of all, statement. And then after that, a question. First, the statement to Michael Thomas. 
Stay your behind home. Relax. You're the $20 million <laughs> you know man. You're one of the great receivers in the NFL. Man, it's the beginning <laughs> of the season. Relax. Don't sit up there and compromise yourself for the rest of the season. Y'all are Super Bowl contenders. Right. Michael Thomas, if you're listening, stay your behind home and relax <laughs> on the sideline for the next week or two. You'll be all right. It ain't like you're missing the right. season. Just stop it, okay? That, they, especially with the crew y'all got. Y'all can survive for two weeks without him. Tell him to stop that nonsense, Emmanuel. Now to you. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, man. So you are a member of New Orleans Saints. You're the New Orleans Saints, right? And uh, all of this, oh, look at the kid. Oh, that's adorable. There we go. Listen, talk to me about all this noise y'all heard coming into this season about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What was the mindset of the New Orleans Saints going into Sunday's contest? Talk to me about that based on all the noise y'all were hearing about Tampa Bay. Uh, truthfully, uh, we, we, you know, the, the noise is really Tom Brady and, and, and Rob Gronkowski and the team that they built. And, uh, you know, now we got a, we got a, a, a different Buccaneers team, uh, you know, in the NFC South. And so, I mean, the, the noise was the noise, but at the end of the day, we didn't allow that to phase us. We, we wanted to go out and just start the season off 1-0 and try to, Try to try to go out and dominate them guys. It, it wasn't going out and trying to win. You know what I was hearing around the locker room is let's go out and try to dominate and beat them uh, like they have been doing in the previous years. And so to be able to go out and do that and and, and be one and zero, you know it feels good. But at the end of the day, uh, we got to see those guys again down the road. And I tell you what, it was it was weird at first running out of that tunnel with no fans and. Uh, you know, just the whole ambiance of the game, it was weird. So I'm looking forward to the next matchup as well versus those guys to see if they can improve as well because I know they got a lot of pieces. They got a lot of pieces that they got to bring together and they got to grow and they got to gain that chemistry as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing them again down the road. Manuel, you're a Super Bowl champion. And um, last year you had a chance to be a Super Bowl champion again and your quarterback just missed you and would have been the game-winning catch. <laughs> And now this year, hey, you're on every a team time where I, I come think on you're here. like the missing. <laughs> yep. Every time yep. I come on, y'all gonna your bring fault. up that throw. Look at Steven there. <laughs> Get used to this. You're going to be signing yeah, autographs 20, 30 years from now hearing about that. <laughs> this is your life now. But, but now, but although that could be the next chapter could be with the Saints where you are like the missing ingredient. They haven't had a legit number two receiver. With Michael Thomas, really, their best secondary second receiver is probably Kamara recently. Um, and now you might be that missing ingredient. You've been a part of a great tandem when you won the Super Bowl with the Broncos. What are your thoughts about your role on this team and what you bring to tip the scales for the Saints to actually get over the hump? Uh, well, when I, before signing with the Saints, I looked at the three previous years. I was actually at uh, Mike Thomas' house. And we're just talking about playing for Drew. You know, the, the past three years with the Saints have dealt with in terms of, you know, the playoffs and, and the, you know, the, 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 the bad officiating that, that went on and uh, just how they couldn't get over that top to win it all. So for me, I, I've always said, you know, uh, the moment that I signed that deal that I wanted to be uh, the energy, the new energy that's brought in. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on being that. I'm going to continuously be that. Uh, that but again, we got to get to that playoff moment. And then I feel like that's when, uh, you know, my energy can come about. But as of right now, during the regular season, I just want to be the guy that, you know, if teams want to double team Michael Thomas, I, I want, I want, when they're watching film, I want to say, ah, we can't really double team this guy because we got number 17 on the right side of the field that's, 
that's that's dominating his his matchup as well. And so, uh, you know, and I've always prided myself on being that guy when a play needs to be made. I, I want them to know that, yeah, they are double teaming Michael Thomas and they do have Alvin Kamara, but we can throw it to 17 as well and he can get us out of ball games as well. And so uh, that's that's my mentality and, and my approach and, and, you know, trying to win games. Emmanuel, I'm curious, just playing wide receiver, and you've been a part of some great teams. Obviously, we talked about winning a championship with guys like Big Ben and Peyton Manning. What makes Drew Brees different, though? Oh, man. Uh, you know, every single day when this guy comes to work, uh, you know, I play with Peyton. And Peyton, he'll come around, and, and Peyton had, had his routine. But, you know, how Peyton walked around, you've rarely seen Peyton around a facility. Like, I think I've seen Peyton around a facility 15, 20 times. He's usually preparing off on his own. You see him on a practice field. He's detailed. You handle your business. Well, every morning I see Drew walking to work, and he has this fire in his eyes that I, I've never seen in a player. And just how he goes about work every single day with that determination I've never seen it and you know I was telling Mike about it. I was just like man like the way that he prepares like like Saturday practices are so intense like the way that he goes about his business like Mike says you'll see him like his arm would be twitching and, and his face would be so locked in and when he talks to you he's talking so intense and you know I'll never forget we were, we were, we were playing uh Tampa and we're in the fourth quarter and we're up by I think 17 with like five minutes left on the clock and Drew walks up to me and he's like, hey, let's 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 go put more points on the board. Let's go, let's go throw for more yards. And that's the kind of guy that he is. Like he's intense. And it's a reason why this guy has thrown for more yards than any quarterback in the history uh, of the game. And I and I see it now because I mean, I mean, he's more competitive than anybody I've ever played played with. And I can say that about Mike Thomas as well. It just a, the way that they go about their business, man, it, it makes everybody better around him. Emmanuel, I'd be remiss in neglecting to ask you this question. It is somewhat uncomfortable, but I think it's necessary in light of what you just brought up. Drew Brees made noise for a different reason in the offseason uh, when he made his comments that forced Malcolm Jenkins to snap back at him. Uh, you know, in the aftermath of George Floyd's killing and in his comments about, you know, uh, never disrespecting the flag. I know Drew Brees a little bit got tremendous respect for him, not but love for him. Uh, but nevertheless, he took some hits and there were question marks as to how the team, how receptive the team would be to him for this upcoming season. I know everybody's pros. Everybody's going to do their job. But being inside that locker room, how has the relationship with Drew Brees and a lot of the players, particularly the black players, how has that been uh, in light of everything that transpired? Yeah, uh, I think right after Drew made those comments, you know, for me, I even, you know, took the Twitter and just just said that, you know, it was it was ignorant of what he said because he didn't understand the timing in which he said it. And, uh, we had a team meeting right after that and everybody was able to speak their opinion. And then uh, this is really one of the first times that I saw Drew speak to the team. Uh, he comes on, he speaks to the team, he apologizes because he didn't even understand what he was saying at the time. Uh, and uh, as he as he talked, the more and more he talked, you just see a guy with tears rolling down his face. And I mean, I've never, never seen, and you could just tell that he was hurt by his comments and the things that people were saying about him because he was unaware of it. I mean, just tears flowing down his face. And, you know, and, and we all talked, you know, as a team and and, and and we understood where he was coming from and, and we were able to move past it. And uh, you know, I don't see I don't see any weird energy going on in the locker room. 
with him or Malcolm or anybody because everybody kind of understands where where Drew was coming from and, and 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 you know hope to understand that you know he did make a mistake by uh you know saying that when it was just such a sensitive topic uh going on in the world and so uh you know like I said Drew just being around him, he's probably one of the best teammates I've I've been around. Um, and by the way that he goes about his business, and by the way that he treats me, and so I got the utmost respect for him. Oh, that's it, is. there it is. Emmanuel Sanders, man. Emmanuel Sanders chiming in on his thoughts. Who that to the beautiful Black Gold family members in the live stream? Who that to you, indeed? As we open up the show uh, with Emmanuel bringing us in, and I like to give a big shout out to all the beautiful Black and Gold family members in the live stream. Who that to you guys in the chat? Uh, Sanders brings us in with his ESPN uh, uh, interview that happened quite recently. And uh, that goes to show you, you know, a little inside baseball about, you know, from a a player's perspective about what happened in the locker room during that time. And might I add to that whole thing, man, Drew, you know, the conversations that were said, you know, when you when you talk about when you listen to what Emmanuel Sanders was saying about Drew Brees in comparison to guys like Peyton Manning, you know, that was that, that was pretty damn good, man, to be honest with you. That was pretty good. You know, I got to give him credit for that, you know. But, you know, the reality at the end of the day is like you you look at the professionalism of somebody like Drew and the fact that, you know, you know, we're not perfect. We got to keep pushing this thing. We have to improve every day. And I think that's a real positive thing, man, to say the least. But I like what Emmanuel Sanders said, man, uh, about Mike Thomas as well. You know, real good information. Next man up mentality. He's been here for a short time, but has already acquiesced to that locker room, man. And like I said, I like what's going on in the mind of Emmanuel Sanders. Who that to the beautiful black and gold family members in the building? Who that to you? Welcome to TSC Wednesday Saints Talk. Next man up. That's the mentality. That's the mantra. We have, we've been having that for several seasons now. Big ups to the beautiful black and gold family members chiming in the live stream. And like I always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma on, with BQ and the guys. Where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. Of course, I'm BQ, and I welcome all to the great Saint Tank Tank, also known as the sports coma. Where the, where the best of the black and gold nation reside, baby. Who that to you? Big ups to Tyra in the building. Who that to you, Tyra? Good to see you there, baby. Who that to you, Tori Shepard Sr.? Good, uh, who that to my boy, Tori in the building? Brother Jerry in the building. Who that to you, Jerry? Uh, Lewis, who that to you, Lewis? Troll Blewett in the building. What up, Troll? JT, what you say that, JT? Who that to you, brother? Big ups to you as well and the rest of the family. Benjamin Smith, who that, Benjamin? Good to see you, brother. Who that to you, Jason King? Who that to you, Jason? Who that to you? As well, Tramal. What up, Tramal? Good to see you in the chat. Brian Pearson. What's up, Brian? Charles Williams. Who that to you, Brian? Uh, Charles as well. Who that to you? And who else? Okula. What up, Okula? Okula McGee in the building. James Van Corf in the building as well. Who that to you, bro? Good to see you in the chat. 985J in the building. What up, 985J? What's good, baby? Good to see you as well. Uh, Dirty South Voodoo Jack. Who that to you, family? Good to see you in the chat. Uh, the Video Game Boys. Uh, that's my son's. Chilling in. Uh, much love to y'all as well. Uh, Troy Thompson, who that to you? Uh, big ups to the family members as well. Chiming in live stream. Sport Talk 365. I see you, fam. Who that to you? Roy Balker. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. 
Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. What up, Roy? Uh, who that to you? I mean, Baker. Roy Baker. Who that to you? Uh, Roy, big ups to your family. Much love to you and the rest of the family members chiming in the stream. There's quite a few coming in. Uh, Jarrell. What up, Jarrell? Jarrell Bledsoe. Who that checking in from Shreveport? S. Port in the building. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. But a uh, brother Donovan. Who that to you? Donovan Grayson in the building. A uh, Darrell Freeman. Who that to you? Kevin Howard. Who that to you? Uh, uh, RG, who that to you? Good to see you, RG. Who that family? Good to see you in the chat as well. 985 says, bless Q. Good thing. Good thing, bro. Good thing. Big ups. All right. Shantae old fine ass, 2023. 20, <laughs> who that to you, Shantae? All right. Big ups to you. All right. Good to see the family members uh, chiming in the live stream on this one. Please smack the like button, family. Uh, as we get going, we open up with that interview from Emmanuel Sanders because I thought it was fitting to talk about that when he was talking about Mike Thomas's competitive nature and wanting to play through the injury. Of course, we know that that won't happen. They'll, you know, there were talk of putting him on the IR. Nothing is definite at this standard at this time frame. Uh, Dewine, what up, Dewine? Good to see you in the chat, bro. L Dog, what up, fam? Good to see you. All right. He says out that port, too. All right. Shreveport, well represented. Good to see your family. Mississippi, well represented as well. Daryl Dawson. What up, Daryl? Who that to you as well? Young City in the building. What up, Young City? Big ups to the rest of the family members. Hit the like button, family. Let's hit that like button. Over 50 people chiming in the chat. We'll have more chiming in. Please strike upon the like button. It helps out the live stream. Lee Wood. Who that to you, Lee? Chiming in from the Philippines. Big up to the family members chiming in. Uh, So, that's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, he and, and Emmanuel opened it up. He talked about the mentality of both Drew Brees and Mike Thomas, and more importantly, the locker room. And I thought I, I played it all. Of, it was over ten minutes. I played the majority of it because it was it was important. And I remember uh, several months ago, a lot of family members had their doubt whether Drew Brees could make it over the comment that was made, and they believed that it would fractionalize uh, the lock, the locker room and destroy the team. Guess what happened? It didn't happen. You know why? Because those guys are family. And just like you were getting arguments and spats with your family, it don't stop you from loving your family. You know, even though you might not share the same ideas as your loved ones, your blood family members, you still love them and you still respect them. Anyway, the positive ones. If you have a healthy and functional relationship with a lot of your family members, they will reciprocate those feelings as well. So I just wanted to share upon that. That was pretty uh, an interesting moment because a lot of people say, Q, they done. It's over with. It, you know, the team, it won't work. And look what happened. The team jail. Well, that's what happened when you have a functioning situation. When you have a functional relationship, the, dif- the dysfunction is levels are non-existent or very low. Because usually when you're in a functioning situation, you tend to 
learn from those like Drew Brees. If you have a strong leadership like Drew Brees, his leadership ability, it's catchy because you'll see Drew uh, come there early. He'll be in there doing his thing and he'll leave late. If you're a regular player and you see that happening, you will mimic what Drew's doing. And you see a lot of the personnel is mimicking Drew's stay, come early, stay late approach. And it's in the, the proof is in the pudding. It's paying off exponentially as he's on all the records. You know, had the Super Bowls, but he has everything else and his competitive nature. And being that he doesn't have, he's not the biggest guy. He's like, Drew's like the dude next door. You know what I'm saying? He's a regular guy. He's not bulking out with mus- muscles, but he, he overachieves. That is his thing. He overachieves. And that is not by mere accident. That's because he put the work in the field. He put the work on the field. He put the work in. And uh, I think that's absolutely spot on. And that's why our team's so good. That's why our team, because if you look at it and in and, and, and a microcosm, you look at it, everybody's team has talent on it. Every uh, anyone who's 30 plus NFL teams have talent on these teams. Very good people on these teams. But what stops them from winning is the fact that the locker room is not all together. Where's the leadership? And is it functional or not? The right mentality, the right uh, the, the right perspective. And then guys got to buy in. The, the guys are buying into what the Saints are giving because they can see the benefit of it. So I just love that, man. I played that just to let the family members know and see what's going on out there. Uh, the rest of the family. Jarrell Bledsoe, big ups to your family as well. So as as uh, as we get into this with family on uh, TSC Wednesday, Saints talk, we're going to go into several issues. I'm going to uh, uh, share my screen with the with the family members and we're going to go through some news notes and items. We're going to talk about how the Saints and the Bucks uh, set a four year ratings high. We had a very it, it, it broke a record in views. We're going to check. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to let you know who your referee is going to be in the upcoming Raider matchup. <laughs> you know, I have to drop that on you. You know, what I'm saying I sound the alarm several days ago. But I'm just letting you know who your referee is going to be. Also, big ups to Thomas Morstead. He had a special honor this week. Six punts, five inside the 20, pinning those guys back. A special day. We're going to talk about Tommy Morstead. Also going to talk, talk about uh, the impact that uh, Jenkins is, what he's looking like on the all-time NFL interception return list. That's something to talk about as well. We're going to mention that. Also, we're going to talk about perhaps Davenport will be ready for for the Las Vegas game. Well, we're going to go over an article covering that as well. And then, of course, we're going to talk about uh, some Hall of Fame, the class of 2021 for our local New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame. What guys in particular might be on that list? So we'll go into that as well. Who that to you, Wallace Smith? Who that to you, Abraham? Who that to you, chiming in from Sacramento? Big ups to you, Abe. Uh, big ups to you as you So smack up on the like button, family. Let's get that thing up as high as we can in this edition of Sports Coma as we get ready to roll. So without further ado, and also, just to let the family members know as well, is that I am also going to play some uh, a few interviews. Uh, I mean, a few interviews and a few reports. We played uh, the report uh, from Emmanuel Sanders today. I'm going to spin another report uh, as well, uh, just to stay on the neck of these media people. Won't take that long. We'll spin that right after I get through these news notes and items. Then I will then turn and open the phone lines up for, uh, let's see, after I get done with that, it should be maybe... Uh, the next hour. And then after that, I'll open up the phone line. So probably not even that long, probably 30, 40 minutes. And then after I do that, I'll open up the phone lines for the rest of the show as we'll be going up until about 845 today or, or right before 845. I can't hang out with y'all guys today. <laughs> tonight. I got another show. Ring Kings Boxing is up tonight. So we got to do that as well. So 
That's right, Brian. Ring Kings boxing is up tonight. That's right, family. Thank you for that. So yeah, that we got we got that going on tonight as well. And uh, Eddie Two Mean Johnson gonna chime in. We got a bunch of boxing news. The notes talk. So if you're interested in boxing, go to the description section below and join us for Ring Kings boxing. If you're a fight fan. So without further ado, let's get into it. Allow me to share my screen with the family members, and we'll go down each article here. Several articles, several reports, anyway. All right, we're gonna start off with the Saints Bucks set four year ratings high on Fox, and we'll go into that. And it like like I said, Saints are must see TV, man. Despite the fact a lot of people hate on the Saints, we still must see TV. Lionel, who that to you, Lionel? Lionel Lewis in the building. Good to see you, family. Lionel's in the building. Tyrone Jones, who that to you as well, family. Good to see y'all. Please hit the like button. Uh, Saints Bucks set four-year ratings high on Fox. Let's take a look at the article here. The uh, This was brought by Jack Nowak from the uh, NOLA.com. The fans weren't allowed to watch the Saints Bucks in person. But it didn't stop opening the game from hitting the highest ratings mark for a Fox afternoon broadcast in four seasons. We could tell you to break records and so don't make no difference. The Saints are that real. But how did they stack up uh, in New Orleans itself? The broadcast pulled in 4.5, uh, 45.6 household rating and a 62.6 share peaking at 49.5 HH ratings with 280,000 homes tuning in. New Orleans is the fifth largest metered market track for bro uh, broadcast ratings. More than 600,000 metered homes. The game featured Tom Brady in his first game with Tampa and was expected to be the highest rate, uh, rated national telecast of any kind since the Super Bowl in February. The over, overnight ratings was 16.2, uh, uh, 35, roughly 28.5 million viewers. It marked the second consecutive Saints game that made rating waves. The Saints wildcard matchup against the Vikings also on Fox drew a 17.4 rating and more than 29 million people viewed it all playoff broadcast that weekend. New Orleans had a, uh, has long been among the most ravenous local TV fan bases, such as the 2018 when it clocked in at the number two market for the first round of the NFC NFL d d uh, draft, despite the Saints not owning the pick in the round. The city notably boycotted the Super Bowl two years ago after a no call in the championship game successfully tanking its ratings for the game also featured featuring Brady to a 26.2 local rating. That number rebounded to 57.4 for the 2019 title game. And as you can see, those are some of the statistics that's lined up as we continue to bust, bust it open, man. Uh, the ratings because we are must see TV. So that's a big thing as the Saints Bucks four year rating on Fox afternoon broadcast. Next story. Who's your referee going to be for the Raiders? How about this guy? He looks like Hockley, but he is not Hockley. He's Hockley's son. Remember Ed Hockley? That's who you have for your head referee. His son, Sean Hockley, is assigned to work the Week 2 Saints-Raiders game. I thought I'd throw this in here. One of the NFL's fresher-faced referees will be on hand when the Saints and Raiders uh, tip off. The league assigned Sean Hockley and his crew to next Monday night's football game, where all spotlights will be trained on Allegiant Giant Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, Hockley, the son of longtime referee and long-winded speaker Ed Hockley, who retired in 2018, was promoted to the post after working as a side judge and back judge from 2014 to 2017. In Week One, Hockley's crew threw a dozen penalty flags, with six each on the Seattle Seahawks, drawing 46 penalties, and the Atlanta Falcons drawing 72 penalty 72 yards. I'm sorry, 46 penalty yards. And Atlanta joined 72 yards. And a 38-25 Seattle win on the road. 
He's also worked three Saints games in his career, but two of those matchups were in 2015 when he was a back judge. Hockley did take the stage as a referee last year's Monday night football game with the Colts at Mercedes-Benz Superdome, which the Saints won handily 34-7. Those are the kind of games I love because they keep the referees out of it. The Saints and the Colts drew similar penalty numbers in that matchup with the Saints netting six flags for 52 yards while the Colts had seven fouls for 49. So far, Hockley and his crew has done a great job calling games evenly. We'll see if that keeps up against the spotlight on September the 21st. So as you can see right here, Sean Hockley is going to be your guy for Raiders, Saints Raiders. Just thought you needed to know that. We'll see. Like I said, this is one of those games you got to keep an eye on the referees. Just keeping it real. All right, next matchup. Next uh, story to talk about is the fact that New Orleans Saints punter Thomas Morstead was named NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Morstead pinned five punts inside the 20-yard line for the Saints uh, Sunday afternoon. And big ups to Tommy Morstead, who continues to represent. New Orleans Saints punter Tommy Morstead was named NFC Special Team Player of the Week. The league announced Wednesday. In Saints season opening win over Tampa, Morstead had six punts for 264 yards a 44 uh, gross punt average with a 44 net with the Saints allowing only one return for zero yards, including pinning five of them inside the 20-yard line. On those five inside the 20, Tampa Bay's best starting position was at the 15-yard line. And you won't talk to me about how the Saints were letting, were, were absolutely tearing butt, uh, knocking Brady around and sacking him and, bat- and swinging at him every time. Uh, he tried to pass the ball and Morstead pinning them all the way back. They had deep drives. That's why I kept saying, man, it was an absolute beautiful thing. And Tommy Morstead, 6'4", 235 in his 12th season, continues to show up. Tommy Morstead's the first ballot Hall of Fame punter, in my opinion, man. He deserves it. Tommy Morstead, a punter, was named to the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. That's big ups to Tommy Morstead. Next on the list. All right, we got Jenkins. Janaris Gen- uh, Jenkins is here. And this is coming from SSI, our good friends over at Sports uh, Saints uh, Saints News Network, uh, 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 Brother Rose and uh, Kyle Mosley and the rest of the family members over there at Sports Illustrated. Jenkins, a two former Saints all-time NFL interception return leaders. Let's get into the article written by Brother Kyle T. Mosley. Janoris Jack Rabbit Jenkins proved that he's one of the best pick six interceptors in NFL history on Sunday against the Bucks. The Saints won 34-23, should have been... Uh, 42 to 23. They stole an interception from us and a strange game from start to finish with Tom Brady's debut. But Breeze and Brady were not incredibly sharp in the entire contest. Um, but Jenkins had his fellow Saints cornerback Mark uh, and his fellow Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore were. After the game, Jenkins told reporters that he and Lattimore expected Brady to throw outside, thus setting up a 36 yard interception return where he basically said, let me see if I can highlight that. Quote, well, we knew that he hadn't ran at all game. And as we were watching film earlier during the week, we noticed that they like they like to run. And me and Matt and me and Lat was on the sideline talking to each other, telling each other what was going to come out in the second half. And in the second half, on the first drive, that's what he did. Ran double out, Janice Janoris Jenkins said, of the play. NFL cornerback Jenkins has an excellent instincts and technique. Jenkins is the ninth season as a pro during his tenure with the Rams, Giants, and now with the Saints. He has 24 interceptions. The most significant accomplishment for Jack Rabbit is his pick sixes. Jenkins has a, uh, has run back one third of his interception for touchdown. That is a, that that is a mind boggling rate. That is absolutely amazing. You know, out of 24 interceptions, he returned them 
uh, what, how many of six of them, the pick sixes. Uh, that is ridiculous, man. I remember hearing in old days announcers like Howard Cosell, Pat Summerall, Madden say a player has a nose for the ball, meaning you can sniff out when and where a quarterback would throw the ball within the game. Players like Deion Sanders. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Woodson, Charles Woodson, and all-time leader Rod Woodson were initiated had in, uh, were intuitive and smart enough to understand football nuances. They had a feel for the game within the game. Jenkins credited anticipation as one of the keys uh, for his Brady interception. That's an old school song, man. Anticipation. <laughs> Y'all probably remember that. All right, if you do, put it in the chat and tell me who did it. Let me see if I'm gonna test your old old music knowledge. The song Anticipation was an old school R&B song. Put in the chat who sung it. Let me let me know. Let me see if I got some of my 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 my, my Greek Saint Think Tank family members with their uh, with their uh, brains on about the old school. All right, anticipation, communication, knowing what came early in the game and what is coming late in the game. You got to know when playing defensive when playing defensive back. Me and Lat, he's talking about Lattimore. We're very experienced. We're talking about and communicated on the sideline, and it came, said Jack Rabbit. Now, if you look at the list of guys here, uh, you know, of pick sixes, 12 pick sixes, pick sixes in the history of the NFL, Rod Woodson leads them all. He has 12 pick sixes. Sharper has 11. Foreman Darren Sharper, who was with the Saint, has 11. He's tied with Charles Woodson. So you got two Woodsons. One's Rod Woodson from used to play for the Steelers. The other one is Darren Woodson and, I mean, Darian Sharper and Charles Woodson, who are tied for 11. Akib Talib, who has 10, who just retired. Ken Houston, 9. Deion Sanders had 9. I thought Deion was higher on this list. Aeneas Williams from down here, he has 9. Eric Allen, who was also with the Saints toward the back end of his career, had 8. Rondé Barber had 8. And then, of course, Janaris Jenkins is tied with Rondé Barber and Eric Allen. You know, he could very well rise on this list, man. You know, Jack Rabbit could very well rise on this list and get two or three more before the season and the way he's going to be playing. So big ups to the Jack Rabbit, man. Special on this year. Today, Jenkins is in the eighth spot on all-time pick six list with New Orleans Saints players, cornerback Eric Allen, safety Darren Sharper. Jack Rabbit is four interceptions from tying Hall of Famer Rod Woodson at 12. He would be considered tied for fifth place with Ron Allen, Rondé Barber, and Charles Tillman currently. He needs at least another uh, four interceptions to get get up there at all time. And he he's he's in my opinion, he's going to get that. The Jackrabbit is eventually going to get that. All right, let's move on to our next item. This was an interesting giblet as well, coming from the Saints Wire. Sean Payton comments on Marcus Davenport's elbow injury. It could be very. I'm listen. I'm saying a good sign is that they ain't put Davenport on the IR. 
You know what I mean? They could have placed him on IR if he felt like he wasn't going to be able to, you know, help out the team. You know, just keeping it real. But the bottom line is they decided to keep him, you know, where it was. So with that being said, let's look at this article that raises a good point. The NFL draft is hyped up event and when teams seek to get better by adding fresh talent from college ranks. So it's frustrating to see the Saints prepare for week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without the most valuable players that they pick in recent years. In Monday's appearance on WWL Radio, Sean Payton preached patience with one of those players. Third-year defensive end Marcus Davenport ruled out with an elbow injury suffered late in training camp. This is what Payton said on WWL. He says, quote, look, it's going to be soon here. Davenport's back, Payton said. He's got an injury that if you tried to hustle him back too early, he would be out for a lot longer. We're going to be making the right decisions regarding his health. If there's a silver lining for the Saints fan base that Davenport didn't start the season on injury reserve. NFL teams are allowed to sideline players on IR for three weeks at a time uh, this year. So it, if it were a long-term problem for Davenport, then it would have been designated to the reserve list. It might suggest the Saints expect to have him back in a week or so, which is supported by Peyton's comments. We'll learn more when the Saints publish their first injury report on Thursday. Fortunately, the Saints backups did a great job for filling in for Davenport across the start. And then Cam Jordan saw his usual majority of snaps, 60 of them, that's an 85.7% of the defense's total. With Trey Anderson had 39 snaps. Carl Granderson had 23 rotating with him. Versatile practice squad called up. Marcus Hunt had 21 and also got some looks at the edge. Both Hendrickson and Granderson got on to the stat sheets with sacks, and Hendrickson was credited with a pair of other quarterback hits. Uh, with other quarterback hits. It was uh, it was enough to raise the the hackles of Bucks coach Bruce Aarons. After reviewing the game tape Monday, he roasted Donovan Smith, who was charged with blocking Hendrickson and Granderson combo in Davenport's absence. This is what he was saying. I was very disappointed in the player and say, I think every now and then he re- he reverts back to some techniques that are not very good. He got beat. He had prob he had probably the easiest guy to block up there and he did a poor job. It's one of his poorest games and I expect him to bounce back this week. The Saints will visit uh, he said Saints will visit Tampa Bay for a rematch on November the eighth under the bright lights on Sunday night football. And Smith probably will be drawing a matchup with Davenport who beat him for a pair of sacks in their meeting last year. The Saints pass rush got off to a great start against the Buccaneers and it looks like they're set up to keep the momentum going. No doubt about it. There's no need to rush Davenport back right now. But what's really interesting uh, about the situation is the fact that, you know, we you, you can study film and you can look at film. and You don't have to be a professional. You just got to know basic stuff about football. If you studied the offensive line, everything starts with the offensive line. Well, now with the line of scrimmage, let me say it like that. The line of scrimmage is where it all takes place. You cannot build anything positive if you're the offense or defense unless you control the line of scrimmage. You heard what uh, Emmanuel Sanders say as we came in with the, with the broadcast today, saying that all he was hearing in the locker room, let's dominate. Let's dominate. Let's dominate. And the Saints did that well on special teams. They dominated and definitely on defense. They dominated the the defensive line fired off many times. Just four guys getting pressure on the five guys. Smith was beaten. So was Tristan Wilf, the rookie. They were beat bad and including the interior offensive lineman for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where the Saints removed them three to four yards off the initial original line of scrimmage. The Saints cons- content, consistently 
created a new line of scrimmage, which was <laughs> repeatedly two, three yards or two, actually two, three feet from from where uh, Tom Brady was. That's why he couldn't step into the pocket. He was and every time he threw the ball, the majority of the time Cam was around there swiping at his hand. You know, so when that kind of stuff goes on, you ain't, you're not going to have a good game. If you if the line is in your face every down, they couldn't run the ball. And that's what happened. The Saints dominated the line of scrimmage threw their offense into a tizzy. And that's what happened. But, you know, another thing I'm going to get to it right after I finish covering the rest of these stories, because I want to make mention of a few things before we move forward. Uh, just documented for the the log of the show to go back to it. But it's it's what uh, is being said a lot, you know, in defense of Brady and the rest of the, the national media continues to defend him. How just it just it just makes me want to throw up how they're doing it. But one of the things is saying Tom Brady struggled. Showed so did Drew Brees. Drew Brees drew, uh, had two in a, two touchdowns in the game. He didn't throw any interceptions. And also, let me make this: Drew Brees don't have to throw 160 yard, uh, you know, 160 yard effort in a game one when you you know coming out and you have to establish yourself. That is that is just or that's normal. That's pretty normal. Eventually, you'll get the 250, the 280, the 300, and even the 400. Passing yard games out of Drew Brees. 160 does not bother me at all as long as it doesn't come with interceptions. He had 160 and two touchdowns. And his 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 uh completion versus attempt ratio wasn't bad either. So, but it's always a narrative. Drew struggled, Tom Brady struggled, so did Drew struggle. It's just we struggle. How do we struggle? But we still kick your ass. We wasn't what you were was accustomed to. Uh, you have, you were accustomed to seeing us which is people flying all around, scoring 30-something, 28, 30-something points a game. We wasn't that, but we still beat you by, by double figures with what we had. So, you know, I'm going to come back to that sooner or later. Let's finish this up. Three New Orleans Saints legends nominated for Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021. Sam Mills, Pat Swilling, Leroy Glover are eligible for 2020. This is coming from NewOrleansSaints.com. And, of course, the Pro Bowl Hall of Fame announced Wednesday that New Orleans Saints legend Sam Mills Rest in peace. Pat Swilling and Leroy Glover are nominees for the Hall of Fame class of 2021. Former Saints linebacker Sam Mills spent nine seasons in New Orleans from 1986 to 94 and was a member of the vaunted Dome Patrol linebacker corps. Mills was inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame in 1998. He lived and he lived in 2000. He, he died. I'm sorry. He died in 2005 due to intestinal cancer. Mills was named one of five finalists for the for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. Swilling, also a member of the Dome Patrol and Saints Hall of Fame, 2000 tails 17 sacks from the linebacker position and was named NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 91. A third-round pick out of Georgia Tech, Swilling played in New Orleans from 86 to 92, earning four Pro Bowl honors over that span. And in 2000, defensive tackle Leroy Glover laid the NFL with 17 sacks, a rare feat, and second most ever by defensive tackle and was named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He also became a, a unanimous first-team All-Pro selection, earned a Pro Bowl berth, and he helped lead the Saints to a divisional championship and the first playoff win. The team elected Glover to the Saints Hall of Fame of the class of 2013. The roster of nominees for the Pro Football Hall of Fame consists of 65 offensive players, 49 defensive players, and 16 special teams players. The list of modern-era nominees uh, will be reduced to 25 semifinalists in November 
and then to 15 finalists in January. So fan voting lunch Wednesday, allowing fans to vote as many times as they wish to predict the five modern era players who will be elected to the Hall of Fame as a part of the special centennial class of 2021. So we have some Saints players. Three New Orleans Saints legends nominated for the, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, Sam Mills, Pat Swillen, and Leroy Glover. That's big, man. That's big. We'll see how it shakes. And much love to all of those players. And rest in peace and power to Sam Mills, who the field mouse, as he was called, was pretty spectacular. We'll see if our guys can make it there, man. You know, we'll see. All right, family. Let's come on back here to our mainstream here. We through most of the news, notes, and items. Who that to the rest of the family members chiming in on the live stream? Please hit the like button. Let's get that thing over 100 likes, if you please, as we move forward. Now, going forward, I'm going to play. Uh, I'm gonna play some interviews for you guys. We're gonna go over this stuff, and after I finish this, I'm then going to turn into open up the phone lines today uh, on uh, Saints Wednesday. Uh, uh, Wednesday Saints talk. So the family members can chime in and give their thoughts on, uh, you know, whatever they feel like, you know, whatever you feel like talking about. And it, yeah, that is huge tower. No doubt about it. Who that to you, baby? Nola Balls, who that to you? The last saint, who that to you as well? Good to see you in the live stream as well, family. Big ups to the family members uh, tuning in of this one. So, yeah, that is big. And remember, we have um, we have Ricky Jackson in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Sam Mills would be a welcome addition. But I think when it's all said and done, all of the entire Dome Patrol should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm telling you, they should. All of them should be in there. And uh, Ricky Jackson's all in there. Sam Mills was the general. He was the leader of the Dome Patrol. They He told everybody what to do. And Sam Mills should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But eventually, I think they all all four of them linebackers should be in the in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, to be honest with you. The Dome Patrol should be enshrined. It, if it was really worth something, the Dome Patrol, which was voted by people like Mike Singletary, who who was the leader of the, the, the ridiculous Chicago Bear defense. All those guys voted hands down that the Saints Dome Patrol was the best was the best defense in the history of the NFL. They named them that. And these guys are Hall of Fame guys that know about defense. Damn sure know about shoulder pads. <laughs> they knew about shoulder pads. Uh, that's Mike Singletary. I often forget to label Mike Singletary's shoulder pads. He probably had some of the biggest shoulder pads in the history of the world right there. But anyway, they gave those guys credit. And if it was worth something, that entire Dome Patrol should be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame all together. Wouldn't that be cool? You know, to go in as a group, that would be really nice. Of course, it would never work, but it will never do that. But that's just something I just think. But anyway, we'll move forward, family, into uh, the next leg. I'm going to give a shout out to the family members before we go into these 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 few interviews that I want to play for the family members. I want you all to chime in on these interviews as well and let me know what you think about them as we'll play them. And I just want to and I'm a, and these will probably be the last of the as Wednesday is the, I'll start closing the door. This is closing the door on what happened this past week. And then we'll proceed to go into the next week. But most of these things I'm, I'm logging and recording on the show's uh, archives so that when stuff happens and they start denying stuff, I can always go back and then come back and play these these episodes just to remind people because, you know, these reporters tend to lie. They will lie about what well, never said that. And then you go look for it. They done pulled it down. So, I mean, but you can't pull that down. I got you. All right, but big ups to the family members chiming in. L Dog, who that to you? Good to see you in the chat as well. Big ups to you. Uh, once again, big ups. Uh, Daryl Dawson, what up, Daryl? Good to see you. Who that to your family? Big ups to you, and thank you for joining us in the chat. Uh, let's see who else we got here chiming in here. 
All right. Tyrone Jones, John, Jonathan Johnson. Who that to you, Jonathan? Say who that big Q. He says, crazy how the media hyping that lost Tom Brady look to the Saints. He said, uh, took to the, he said, lost that Tom Brady took to the Saints. We have to play them once again. Let's see if things change down the line. Be the same result. We're going to beat them. They'll look a lot better than what they look, but we're going to beat them again. I mean, listen, there is no scenario that is occurring where people believe that Tom Brady could possibly fail this, this year. There is a scenario that. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. He could fail. And I've been looking at it saying, wow, the, there's a lot on top of him and the national media is obviously on his bandwagon. You assembled all those pieces. You got all these people coming down there and some kind of way it might not work. If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Remington Tax Solutions is a company that together with their partners provide virtual tax consultation and preparation for individuals, small business and nonprofit. They also provide notary and a host of other business related services for their clients. Their associates provide a systematic yet very client centered approach to their services. They offer the industry knowledge and insight to help solve your most complex complex tax issues. At Remington, their currency is time, the one resource that cannot be replenished. For that reason, they utilize the simplest and most effective forms of technology to make their services faster and more efficient. No need to wait in the office until your taxes are completed. Simply upload your documents via the Taxes to Go app or via their client portal and they'll take care of the rest. Remington Tax Solutions is a member of the National Association of Tax Professionals and participates in the I IRS annual filing season program, which is a voluntary tax education program to stay abreast of the ongoing changes in tax legislation. Remington Tax Solutions has a strong connection to the communities in which they serve. It is a part of their mission to make a positive impact on the lives of their neighbors. So if you're looking for a reliable, effective, and trustworthy tax preparation service, Remington Tax Solutions is the business for you. Contact Remington Tax Services at their number, 682-307-4410, or simply go to RemingtonTax.com. That's RemingtonTax.com. Remington Tax Service, virtual tax preparation for the individual. It's HomeBistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen ready to eat within minutes and no commit welcome to the one shop gourmet food delivery specializing affordable options to eat 
right and feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from HomeBistro.com? Restaurant quality made with natural ingredients delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat during business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes. The Mediterranean chicken with orange honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with homebistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with homebistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information. Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guy's intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. The Who That Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in Orleans. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Follow the Sports Call on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm saying you have to not only do you have to get Tampa Bay to win, which Tampa Bay hadn't won in a while in a tough NFC and a tough NFC South, but you also have to get them to the playoffs and the Saints are better than you. The Saints are better than you. You might have names that people recognize, but the Saints are a better team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's get that understood. No disrespect to my Tampa Bay people, but you know I'm telling the truth. The Saints are a better team. And he said, well, Q, it'll take time. You think it'll take eight or nine weeks for them to get good enough to take on the Saints? Seriously? The Saint, the best opportunity you had to beat the Saints, you blew it in week one. The best opportunity. The offense wasn't totally there. You could have you, you could have stepped up and done something, but you couldn't get out of your own way thanks to our defense and our special teams. That nobody but one young lady talked about, and I'm going to play her and them for you momentarily, with, of course, my commentary around it. And then after I get done with those two interviews, we're going to move into uh, and open up the phones for the family members to chime in. So uh, Roy uh, Baker says Falcons new uniforms look like trash. <laughs> Jonathan uh, Johnson says the most deaf. He says the most definitely. I hope that Michael Thomas takes the ser- take the seriousness in his high ankle sprain and not rush back to play because of a ser- severe injury. I'm with you on that, Jonathan. Thank you. Who that? Gerard, what up, Gerard? Who that to your family? Good to see you in the chat. Caution, who that to you? Caution. Javier, who that to you as well? Fred Savage, who that to you, Fred? I see you. Uh, JT says the NFL, and he says, Q, the NFL is no, not there being a watch in the referee. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on them, bro. Uh, Ferg's 318, who that to you, Ferg? Good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, William Dickerson, who that to you, Will? Good to see you. Brock Pace, who that to you? Who that nation for life, who that to you? 
Uh, Rob Oliver. There you go, Rob. <laughs> there you go, Rob. Who that to you, Rob? Rob got it, man. He said the Barcades. That's right. You must be old school, huh, Rob? Yep. There you go. That's right. That's right. Anticipation. I'm not. I'm, listen. I'm a. They kept talking about anticipation. Every time I hear that, I hear that song. <laughs> Anticipation. <laughs> oh, that's right, Rob. Who that to you? All right. Dirty South Voodoo Jack said the barcades. Y'all some smart people, man. That's why, man. That's why I got love for y'all, man. Much love to the great Saint Thank Tank and the Who That Nation. Not only wise and, and intelligent on Saints Matters, but wise about life and wise about music and every damn thing else. <laughs> Revolse Barcades. That's what see y'all all got it. Hot boy five hot boy uh five or four hot boy who that to your family. Verlin, who that to you, Verlin as well. You said the Barcades, that's right. Who that to you? All right, big ups to the family members. Look, then William said the same thing. Who that to you? All right, all right, big up. Lisa sorry, Q a little bird told me you you he do a good Fred Bear. <laughs> Rerun pop locking in there. <laughs> Oh, nah, Lee. <laughs> but it's fun to watch that stuff, man. It's fun to watch that old school stuff, man. See old rerun pop lock. <laughs> All right. All right. Big ups to the family members. All right. Sad Scott, who that to you? Sad Scott, good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, and who else we got down here? All right. Who else we got before I jump in there? Nola Balls, I, last, the last thing, who that to you as well? Ray Ray, who that to you? Todd Redu, who that to you? Good to see all the beautiful black and gold family members. Thank y'all for joining us today on this show. Iceman, what up, fam? Cheryl, who that for life? What up, Cheryl? Good to see you, baby. Who that to you as well? JT says, I stopped listening to the sports station here and on TV. Even when you are not on, I'm listening to the reruns. You got me, Q. I'm a joke. <laughs> Thank you, brother JT, man. We do our best, and I love, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for y'all support, man. You know, it's just a part of keeping it real with the family members, man, because, you know, that's one thing, you know, keep it real, bro. That's that's big. So many people out there faking the phone, but keeping it real is real, man. You know, uh, uh, let's see here. Lionel says, I, I sport my swilling jersey that work for the Niners fans. Give me flack. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? But they all should have been enshrined together. But, you know, that's just my thought. Anyway, family, we're going to move on to some interviews right now. I'm going to play a guy that I really dislike. And, 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 and I don't understand why this guy is talking mess about this team. He's a third, been a third-string-ass quarterback his entire career, never done nothing in the pros but suck up money as a third-stringer. Ain't some fill-up duty, but some kind of way he found a way on the network. Just let me know that they're garbage. You know, if you had billions, millions upon millions of dollars, you should go and get the best people you can get. Go get Deion Sanders. Go get Aeneas Williams. Go get guys that know football that really done something at a high level. Don't get some third string ass backup and make them an analyst. You know, I mean, you, you know, that meant me. Raw Dog Thomas, what up, fam? He said, our defense look good. Thank you, fam. And, and I'm going to play this guy, and then I'm going to play this interview, and then I'm going to break it down. And I got two things that I'm going to do. I'm going to play two of these interviews. And I'm going to go over it. And then after I'm done with that, I'm going to open up the phone lines and let the family members chime in on thoughts or whatever. Thoughts, concerns about the teams going forward or from the past. Whatever you want to talk about Saint related is all on you, baby. We're going to open up the phone lines. So let me get through this. 
and then we're going to do that. Okay, first and foremost, it's the first things up is this. Now, I'm going to play this interview, and you, if you guys are familiar with the joke that ESPN is, uh, they're an absolute joke. They read off the teleprompters. Uh, you know, they don't know what, you know, they just absolute jokes, man. They take key, you know, it's, I, it's a lot. But anyway, I'm going to spend this interview and then allow me to stop it and break it down. And, I, and I'm going to be brief. I'm not going to stay too much longer on this stuff. But I just want to catalog, catalog this for the show's archives. Here we go. Really well downfield with the play action pass and leads to their one touchdown. Second of all, you got to do some stuff for Mike Evans. I know Lattimore. Well aware it was just one game for Tom Brady. And it was against a Saints team that some of us here have going to the Super Bowl. But to be fair... Arians used to say all the time last year with Jameis Winston, the Bucks need to stop beating mm. the Bucks. It felt like yesterday wasn't all that different. So, Marcus, are you concerned about play action pass? Yesterday he goes under center. He's six for six, throwing the ball really well downfield with the play action pass and leads to their one touchdown. Second of all, you got to do some stuff for Mike Evans. I know Lattimore was outstanding yesterday, but think about moving Mike Evans around a little bit. There's absolutely no reason he should go late into the fourth, fourth quarter without getting his first catch. And the third of all, I think you got to really look at those tailbacks for Tampa Bay. Two reasons. One, stop asking Tom Brady what the... Okay, let, let me stop right there. He mentioned the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should have done a better job of moving Mike, Michael Evans around to free him up off Lattimore. What he doesn't understand is that regardless of where they was going to move him at the field, Marshawn Lattimore was going to shadow him. Okay, let's get that understood. Marshawn Lattimore assignment for the game was to cover and shut down Mike Evans, which he consistently do, by the way. So no matter if you're moving from the right side to the left side, Marshawn Lattimore would have followed them around and shadowed them. Let's get that to it. Let's, let's, let's understand that. Moving forward. Play is going to be before the snap. Two reasons. One, stop asking Tom Brady what the play is going to be before the snap. Get in your playbook. Understand the offensive scheme a little bit more. And then two, they got to utilize those guys in the pass game. Five catches yesterday are totally unacceptable and really not like Tom Brady in a Tom Brady-led offense. So that, that's the, the main thing moving forward for this offense. I, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm watching this tape with Bruce Arians and going, we got to get these guys to understand the offense the way I understand this offense. With that urgency, there's got to be some plays that we're going to throw out. Okay, let's understand this. Let's understand this. And I'm just showing you, like I said, I'm documenting this for the records of the file for the show and showing to the whole entire Saints nation because you might heard it from a friend or a relative, but you're hearing this for your own ears. You're hearing national broadcaster. This is Arf Larsky, the second guy on the screen uh, from left to right. This is a third string ass quarterback, third string backup, never done anything in the NFL level, wasn't really hitting on nothing. Third string backup who's in there. Uh, talking about stop having the running backs, ask Tom Brady what players are, 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 are running because they're distracting him from the team. First of all, he's a 20-something-year quarterback. He's a GOAT. They call him the GOAT, the greatest of all time, which means he has a high intelligence level. He can do things other quarterbacks can't do. So doing other things the quarterback can't do, stop having the running backs, ask them, let them learn their plays. Tom Brady didn't even know what the hell he was doing. He misread the two interception plays and threw them. So what the hell are you talking about? Tom Brady didn't know the offense. And then Bruce Aarons came out and said, yeah, they were both his fault. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. So it's not on the running backs. It's asking him what plays and what he's doing because they were probably confused about what he was doing because he didn't know what the hell he was doing. It's amazing. But let's keep going. As well, that pick. Don't ask Tom Brady to throw the ball from the left hash all the way to the other side of the field. And let me say that pick. Don't with that urgency. 
there's got to be some plays that we're going to throw out as well. That pick, don't ask Tom Brady to throw the ball from the left hash all the way to the other side of the field. And let me say this. because All right. Don't ask Tom Brady to throw the ball from the left hash to the right side of the field. Tom Brady, he's been in the NFL over 18 years. Tom Brady has made that throw hundreds of times. He's made that throw hundreds of times. I've seen him personally make that throw hundreds of times. For the New England Patriots, he's done it hundreds of times. From the left hash mark to the right side of the field, he's thrown out there to running backs. He's thrown out there with tight ends, go up and then out toward the to the uh to the sideline. He's thrown that that play to wide receivers. He's done that all the time. There is nothing wrong with you making that throw, just as long as you don't stare down the wide receiver when you Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swamps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov career USBP. You're doing it. But he doesn't make mention of that. Let's keep it going. Because everyone has said they just got to clean some things up. I've been around a lot of people's houses that are dirty. Just because it's dirty doesn't mean it gets cleaned. So they got to clean it up and clean it up quick. Okay, first of all, what the hell, you know, I've been around a lot of people's houses that are dirty. Birds of a feather flock together, fam. I don't go to people's houses that's dirty. If you go, I mean, first of all, I don't mean to eat meals, won't touch that, but it's, that's just a comma, comma, comical garbage bull crap analysis, craptastic ass analysis. From the, these these third string, this third string ass quarterback who has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. You know, this, this, these guys are a joke. That's what I'm documenting and letting y'all know he's a joke and he's pretending to be an analyst, breaking down stuff. And let, let me tell you something. If you have children, this sets a bad example for them. Don't have your children to pay attention. to As a matter of fact, use this as a teaching uh, tool to teach them about responsibility. If I, my sons are listen, I told my sons, listen, you can do whatever you want. And if you make a mistake, it's not your it's not your fault. If you do something wrong, it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. What kind of what kind of teaching is that? That's teaching them the wrong message. Tom Brady doesn't need you to be his protector or Vlarsky or whatever the hell your name is. Oh, I feel a little attacked by that comment. Uh, <laughs> let's be clear here. Tom Brady didn't lose that game. Drew Brees didn't win that game. OK, first of all, lady, Drew Brees these people are so stupid, man. They're so stupid. What What are you watching, man? And do y'all know anything about football? I mean, they like to run around with statistics and stats, but they don't pay it. But the stats go beyond them. Drew Brees in the, in his matchup, he had 160 yards. The offense wasn't as crisp as it, it was supposed to do. But Drew Brees did not lose the game for the Saints. You notice the method is to move Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the same boat together. Tom Brady stunk. He was garbage. He was awful. We're going to move Drew Brees there. First of all, let me document that Drew Brees did not throw in any interceptions. He did not throw any pick sixes. Drew Brees was 18 of 30 for 160 yards with two touchdowns. I would take that any day besides having an effort when you're 23 of 36 for 239, two touchdowns and two interceptions. 
I would take what Drew did then before I would take somebody like Tom Brady. At least Drew did not turn the ball over. You see what I'm saying? He might not look as crisp as he usually would, would look, but he won ugly. He still threw two touchdowns. He still was able to do what he needed to do to put points on the board for the Saints. He was responsible for 14 of the Saints, 34 points. Actually, they would have had 42 points if it wasn't for the cheating of the referees. So what what he didn't win them the game. He was he was responsible for 14 of the points combined with the team it was a team effort. But he most certainly had his contribution. So, I mean, what are you talking about? The and the lady that's talking is one on the far and right. And special teams also won that game. You mentioned At least she got the that Saints right. defense and special teams also won that game. You mentioned Lattimore, who blanked Mike Evans, but also Janoris Jenkins made plays. Demario Davis, one of the best cover linebackers in football, made plays. Trey Hendrickson, who I tried to tell you all about on Friday, won against Donovan Smith over and over and over. They were phenomenal. They are deep, and they're going to need to be deep, Laura, because this Saints defense is probably going to have to carry this Saints offense this year a lot based on what we saw. It reminded me a little bit of 2015 with Peyton Manning, frankly. Drew Brees averaging just 3.2 completed air yards per attempt. That offense is not built to win on their own. That defense is going to have to hold up their end of the bargain. Okay, so, man, d- hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. Because this- Listen, she's going to compliment you in a backhanded way. She's going to say the stuff about the defense. Pay attention to what she then says about the offense. Listen to how, how erroneous this comment is about the Saints offense. Listen closely. The Saints defense is probably going to have to carry the Saints offense this year a lot. Based on- the Saints defense is going to have to carry the offense a lot this year. I'm going to just we're gonna keep going through. And what we saw, it reminded me a little bit of 2015 with Peyton Manning. It has nothing to do with Drew that. Drew Brees averaging just 3.2 completed air yards per attempt. That offense is not built to win on their own. That defense is going to have to hold up their end of the bargain. The offense is not built to win on its own. The offense is not meant to win on its own. Are you kidding me? See, that goes to show you that most of these stupid reporters who's pretending to be uh, a football people don't know your team. If if she would have done her research like she was supposed to do in that other clown, then they wouldn't understood that the Saints always come out the gate the first two or three games before they find a rhythm. That has been a regular occurrence throughout the entire summation of the last several seasons. Me and you both know that. How did she not know that? Well, the reason why she didn't know that is because she didn't do a goddamn homework. That's 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 what I'm saying about these half these half wits. You know, these half wits, they half wits. You know, and and you know what? I'm, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a little. I was able to find some uh some 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 uh sound effects that I won't play as I, as these people talk. So I'm gonna play my sound effects. I'm gonna put that back on, and we're gonna play. So here we go. Okay, wait. So are you telling me that you felt better about the Bucks offense and what Tom Brady looked like even than Drew Brees and that offense, despite them winning the game? I did, yeah, I, uh, to be fair. But I got to say, New Orleans is the most balanced team. It's just going to be And by that end, because that defense was so good, Tampa Bay's going to look better in other games. That was a very good defense they played, and they suffered for it. It's for a tent. That offense is not built to win on their own. That defense is going to have to hold up their end of the bargain. Okay, wait. So are you telling me that you felt better about the Bucks' offense and what Tom Brady looked like even than Drew Brees and that offense despite them winning the game? I did, yeah, I, uh, to be fair. Stupid. But I got to say, New Orleans was the most more balanced team, which is why they won. 
It's just going to be more challenging in other games. And by that end, because that defense was so good, Tampa Bay's going to look better in other games. That was a very good defense they played, and they suffered for it. Quickly, Drew Brees' arm, what do you think? For it to look that unexplosive in week one is absolutely concerning. Very good defense they played, and they suffered for it. Quickly, Drew Brees' arm, what do you think? For it to look that unexplosive in week one is absolutely concerning. And so now the challenge for Sean Payton is, how and who are they going to manufacture explosive plays with? Yeah, this. Okay. Now, what I got in the background playing is the Three Stooges. And that's fitting for what these clowns are. <laughs> that's what these are. These are the Three Stooges. It's Three Stooges. That's all this is. So, but it's three stooges. I mean, how y'all that stupid on national television about people's team? And all you have to do is do research. And quickly, the lady to the left who has absolutely no, no, don't know anything about football. She's clearly reading off a teleprompter. She turns around and quickly before the lady finishes and points to Arflarski and says, Drew Brees' arm. And then Arflarski goes into a trance and spews out. Oh, I was concerned about his arm. He's a lack of pop in the lap. Did anybody, were anybody out there concerned about Drew Brees' arm? Did anybody see in that game that he could not deliver the ball? Did anybody have a real concern about Drew Brees' arm in that game? Seriously. He was delivering the ball. It got on Cook fast. He threw the, the deep pass to Cook. He was making the throws. There was no, no visual proof of decline in Drew Brees' arm. But do you see these people pushing the narrative? Do you see them pushing the narrative? That Drew's arm, that had, that came out of no, she just turned and says Drew Brees' arm. I mean, these people are, it's just sad, man. This woman talking about the Saints' offense is not designed to win. The defense is going to help them. The woman, do you know who the hell the Saints' offense is? The Saints' offense, stupid, of top five offense then to, for, for the uh, top ten for the last decade. The Saints' offense have been a top ten offense consistently. What the hell are you talking about? They're not built to win by themselves. They've carried the Saints team for years until the defense finally caught up, before the special teams finally caught up. <laughs> Just notice I got the three Stooges playing in the back. Because that's what this is. You can't take none of this serious. Let's move to the next one, man. Physically, does he still have it? But when you look at it, there's two high safety. Mike Evans is in a slot. Mike Evans is taught to get the 12 yards when you see this and you have a seam route and take the middle of the field. He's 6'5", 220 pounds. Tom Brady is expecting Mike Evans to run through the middle of the field. Mike Evans got the 12 yards and he stopped. He put Tom Brady in a bad spot. The second thing I looked at was this offensive line. We talked about the rookie right tackle, but the left tackle was bad. He was more than bad. He was really, really bad. The right tackle, um, he looked like a rookie at times. And then the last thing that jumped out was the defense. The defense has to help out this offense and Tom Brady if they want to win ball games, which is an easy fix because Coach Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, did a phenomenal job of calling this game. 
What he did was genius. He mixed it up on, on, the, on the back end. He sent pressure at times. He held back at times. But what did they do wrong and what do they have to fix and fix fast is the explosive plays. Plays past 15 yards. This for you, if Brandon, they can Marshall. do that, this defense this can you, be a Brandon. really, really special defense. So I think that Tom Brady's going to be fine. I think the Bucks are going to be fine. But when you look at those three things, oh, they have to fix it. The biggest glaring issue, uh, uh, Nick, it really is that offensive line. Oh, okay, I thought the quarterback stopped. I mean, I can't believe it. Brandon, you have been so great. And I'm so glad this first month has gone as well as it has. You've been fantastic. I know we'll talk hoops later. You might have called the Nuggets Clippers series. But it took, for those for those keeping score at home, it took officially two minutes and 12 seconds until all of a sudden we were to the point of the season where Tom Brady doesn't have enough help. No, dummy. Okay, dummy. Before this game, you were just a plain dummy. But after the night, you'd be a broke dummy. <laughs> so, to the dummy with the black mustache. But what kind of life is it being the wife of an old man? What kind of life do you think it is being the father of a young dummy? For every man, there's a woman. And for every dummy, there's a dummy. <laughs> See, it's Sanford and son now, but when I'm gone, the business will all be his alone. Oh, man. It'll be Dummy Incorporated. Oh, man. You are a big dummy. <laughs> Who you calling a dummy, you big dummy? Where I come from, them is fighting oh, no, words. No, no, no. This dummy here wanted to pawn him. And the reason why I'm here between you two dummies trying to sell it to this dummy. What a way to spend my last oh, days. Man. Sitting between two dummies sucking on a pitcher old Oh, man. Listen, man. Let me tell you something, man. I done played three Stooges and and Sanford and Son. <laughs> oh, so I wanted to comment back to it, but it was so stupid. What could I do but to play three Stooges and Sanford and Son? So I got three Stooges behind them while they talking, and you hear Mo punk punching it. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> you, that pet Fred, old Fred Sanford hitting them with the dummy. Let me tell you, man. Let me make you understand. They some these are first class clowns, man. These some first class clowns, man. So you got to treat them like that, man. These are clowns. These people don't know what they're talking about. How you how how is a backup third string ass quarterback like Arvlarsky gonna get on television and talk about Drew's arm? Arvlarsky never had an arm. He didn't even have a brain. <laughs> you gonna talk about Drew and his noodle arm? But he don't talk about the fact that he don't even have a brain. He couldn't even play in the league. He was he, he was a third string ass backup all his career. It's absolute insane, man. Absolute insanity. All right, thank you, there, brother. Appreciate you, there, Latrill. Latrill, appreciate your super chat, my friend. Thank you. Big ups to you. This is why I don't watch any of these sports shows. They never know what they speak. They don't know what they're talking about. Thank you, Latrill. Appreciate you, bro, for your super chat. Much love to you. But, you know, that's a part of it, man, where you, you're able to make fun of it. And, you know, I'm a guy I like to have fun, man. And I like to show all this stuff and run this and, and show these people the clowns, man. I told y'all a, long, a while ago that, you know, the kind, they, the short word, they call it kind, man. Kind is short for confidence, man. That's an old school term. When they used to have them suckers back in the day that used to go out there and try to date old ladies, widows, and steal their fortunes away from them. Confidence, men. 
you know, steal their money and all this kind of old stuff. That's what these people are putting on the fraud. These are snake oil salesmen. That's what it is. Snake oil salespeople. That's what it is. So they got all they, they do all the stuff, try to dress up and give you the appearance. It's the same confidence game. They put on the suit and make you think, you know, that's how so many people getting took nowadays for their money, because the person that's presenting them is they thinking the guy is what he look like because he's presenting himself in a way where he knows, you know, he knows what you know about what you think a person that's successful is supposed to look like and sound like. So he does it all that time. They do all that time dressing up and putting the makeup on and hit you with all the snazzy graphics and all that kind of stuff. But when they get to the commentary, they don't have they don't have any substantive argument. And we talking about players that are making excuses when you know you're not supposed to be doing that. There is no, you are not supposed to be making excuses for anybody. The guy stunk. OK, the guy stunk. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Oh, Dan, I'm talking about Brady. They had the lady on there talking about Drew Brees didn't do anything to help his team. Excuse me, Drew Brees scored 14 points. He had two touchdowns in the game. He didn't throw interceptions to hurt his team. He didn't pick six to hurt his team. Drew Brees did not hurt his team. So you're wrong there, lady. You were right about the defense causing problems in the special teams. But then after that came back with more lies and and misinformation by telling you that the Saints offense is not built to win by itself. The Saints have been consistently a top 10, top 15 offense over the last 10 plus years. They've been in the top five repetitively. In many cases, if you go back into your Saints mind, y'all remember when the offense used to carry the defense all the time until the defense finally caught up, which was what, three or four years ago when the defense finally got online with the offense. Remember that? That was been the problem during the 79 season campaigns, the 379 campaigns. And ultimately, we had to build the defense up again so that it can help the offense. So the offense, the Saints offense, the same offense that has Mike Thomas, the same offense that had Elvin Kamara, the same offense that has Emmanuel Sanders, the same offense that has Taysom Hill, the same offense that have Teron Armstead, Ryan Ramchek, McCoy, uh, uh, Pete, who's who's good. 57 and a half, uh, point five mil, Latavius Murray, Ty Montgomery, Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, and all this is some would consider the Saints' best offense ever in the history of the team, but they're not built to win by themselves, according to this lady out here who don't know A from Adam. They got a lot of beautiful ladies out there that know sports, let me tell you, but she ain't one of them. Let me tell you something. 
And then the commentator, the lady who running the show, hurry ups and points to Ovlarski and take Drew's noodle arm. What about Drew's arm? Oh, yeah, Drew's noodle arm. I was really concerned in the game because he I watched the entire game several times and I didn't see one occurrence in the game where Drew's arm showed like he couldn't push the ball down the field. Didn't see not one occurrence. But see, they can make up a, t- a lot. Of, they can protect and make excuses for Tom Brady, but then point at you and say Drew Brees didn't help the Saints win, even though that's a lie. He was responsible for 14 points and no turnovers. Even though the Saints offense still wasn't as what it was, and we know that because every week one, every year over the last 10 years, the Saints offense come out the gate slow. We all know that. You don't, you don't, they don't look the same until week three. Or week four. I always said that. How she didn't know that because she didn't do her research because she don't know what the hell she's talking about. Hmm? Brian the Marshall gets on, and I didn't even listen to what he was saying. He was on there having a whole excuse fest. He was having a whole other apology tour with uh, uh, giving every excuse in the book about why, why Drew, well, Tom Brady needs to do this and he do that. And none of them say, you know what? The guy's stunk, man. The guy's 43 years old. He stunk and it showed that he can't win by himself. That showed that he don't know exactly what he's doing and it's going to take some time. And you think week eight, you should be on par to deal with me. We'll see the saints. Once the saints get rolling, man, and they don't have no pressure. Keep heating all the excuses and the pressure on Tom Brady. Cause we all know the media build you up to, to drop you off. That's what they do. They build you up to destroy you. That's what them dogs do. That's how rotten and, and satanic and, and dirty and stinking that they are. Phineas Williams, good to see you in the chat, Phineas. Well, who that to you? Thank you for joining the great Saint Think Tank family. But I played the Three Stooges family, and I played that, and, and, and I did that because it was funny. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you no lie. It was funny as hell. And I tell you what, I'm going to play it again because this is for Brand. This is for Orvlarski, a third-round-ass backup. Hey, Orvlarski, this is for you, and this is for you. For Orvlarski and whoever that woman is, I don't know whoever the hell she was. I've never seen her before. And she she obviously not very good at what she do because they don't show her very often. But she stinks. He stinks. And Brandon uh, uh, Marshall stinks. And for all those, I play this. And this is dedicated to all y'all. Uh, Tom, Drew Brees haters. <laughs> you big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big cold-blooded dummy. You big dummy. See what you did? Oh, no. You big dummy. I no, you big dummy. You dummy. You big dummy. You a big, big dummy there. I'm not kidding you. You're a big dummy. Dummy. Listen to a dummy. You dummy, you. You bigger dummy than my dummy. 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 Get lost, dummy. Look here, you big dummy. I got a dummy for a son. <laughs> That's for you. That's for all y'all big dummies out there and need morons out there, man. Big, stinking, dumb, dirty dummies. That's what they are. But anyway, fam, I'm going to break open the chat, man. I just wanted to have a little fun with the family members, man. You know, we having a little fun here. And it's always fun. We can, we, we can uh, make fun of the dumbass media, even when you can see that they're being uh, really biased toward a person, really blatantly, obviously, to the point where they lie on people. Drew, the Drew Brees thing. Drew Brees didn't help. Drew Brees was Tom Brady and Drew Brees didn't help their teams. That is an outright lie. 
And uh, they don't have a problem with lying. These bastards lie with straight faces and stand in front of you and think that you won't catch them and say, no, you lying. You lying and I'm going to tell you to your face, you're a liar. And she's a liar and Orvlarsky's a liar and the apologist. That's the worst thing. You could be apologist for somebody that you know is wrong. But anyway, I'm going to open up the phone line and that is dedicated to you jackasses out there who keep going at my saints without facts. If you come with the facts, that's a whole nother kettle of fish. I can deal with you being factual. But when you come with lies and no, and, and then straight up blatant lies with no facts, by, just, just a bunch of dirty, dumb liars, man. Live lines open 504 504-475-4482. 504-475-4482. 504-475-4482. Live lines are open. Feel free to hit the pawn of the like button. Now, let's get that like button. So let's get those likes to like 100, family. Let's do that. Let's get them up to 100. We having fun in here today. Uh, talking Saints on the Wednesday, family. Let's get those lights up. <laughs> Let's get those lights. Shedrick, who that to you, Shedrick? Good to see you. Seth Griffin, who that to you? Seth Griffin, good to see you in the chat as well. Brother Dada, who that to you in the chat as well. Irvin Alexander, who that to you? Steve Goin, who that to you? Good to see the family members chiming in the chat on this one. Thank you, Finnis, for joining us. Who that to you, family? Uh, Kill Frost, who that to you? Who that to you? So all of Demi, who that to you? All the great black and gold family members chiming in the live stream, please feel free uh, to smack upon the like button. And if you aren't a subscriber, join the Great Saint Think Tank. 504-475-4482. Live lines are open right now to chime in uh, so you can get in there and get, get be heard. Now, that was some of the things I wanted to reach upon with the family members that talk that possibly Marcus Davenport Bort could be back uh, for Monday's matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, we don't usually get into our previews until like around Friday. We'll do a thorough breakdown uh, and, you know, and all this kind of thing. But Wednesday is usually a show like we middle of the week information. Tomorrow, Thursday, when we come back, we'll have the injury report and several other interviews. But, you know, we always have a, a, a way where we could be able to reach upon the team and talk about Saints talk or whatnot. Uh, Stangman, who that? Who that to you, Stangman? 2000, good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, Steve Gorn said, if Drew doesn't throw for 300 yards, they think he isn't contributing. Isn't that amazing? And, 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 and that's a great comment right there, man. And it's the, the mentality is if Drew don't throw for 200 or 300 and 400 yards that he hurt in the team. He had 160 yards yesterday and two touchdowns. I would take that over whatever Tom Brady did. I would take that over Tom Brady. And these people are absolute idiots. I mean, how do you say Drew did? Drew Brees did not help his team. Drew did not help his team. He didn't. He was responsible. It's just he was responsible for 21 points. They took the touchdown off the board, but really they should have gave him that as well. He was responsible for 14 points on the record. And Tom Brady uh, was, was responsible for giving up six points and two picks that killed drives that helped the Saints win. We converted those drives into pointage, and we continued to kick their ass all across the board, bottom line. But how do you then throw that man in there with that other clown? That man don't even belong in there with that clown. He didn't have a, a spectacular 300 performance, but still in all, at least he didn't turn the ball over. And it's absolutely amazing how stupid these bastards are. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I just had to hit them with both barrels. That's why I played the Three Stooges and Fred Sanford saying, dummy, dummy, because they dummies. They dummies. They morons. Morons. And I kept saying, Three Stooges, morons. I had to bring the sound effects to, 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 to prove my point. <laughs> so every time I start playing stuff for them, you're going to hear the Three Stooges in the background and you might hear some Fred Sanford. 
All right, family. Thank you for calling the sports coma. Hold on here. Thank you for calling the sports coma, family. Uh, who's, oh, on who's on the line? ASDQ is Cedric. What up, Cedric? How you doing, How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I just want to get up here and talk about these reporters, how fraudulent they are, and how they never want to blame Tom Brady for his own mistake. All right, hold if on. If you look at it, hold on, Cedric. I'm I'm, I'm hearing you kind of funny, bro. Get a little closer to your phone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that, that's that's a little bit better. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I just want to talk about how fraudulent these reporters is, though. They never want to sit up here and blame Tom Brady for nothing that happened. I mean, if you look at it, Tom Brady was the reason they lost their Super Bowl. I mean, if you look at it, they say he didn't have no talent last year. But, I mean, how do you not have talent that still throw for 4,000 yards? That don't make sense to me. He must have had somebody out there catching them pass. He must have had some good receiver. He threw for 4,000 yards. I mean, some quarterbacks are starting on some teams don't even throw for 4,000 yards. I mean, Tom Brady fought it some he's still through for They never want to sit up here and blame Tom Brady when he do something wrong. And if you look at it, they want to sit up here and they never want to say what Drew Brees did. Well, let me tell you this. Drew Brees didn't throw two interceptions. He didn't throw none. I mean, he didn't have the best game, but he still didn't throw two interceptions. And the reporters that was up there talking, they don't know what they're talking about by the thing. If you look at it, it has always been this offense that has held us up. It has always been Drew Brees, 40-something years old out there, we depended on. Because we couldn't depend on our defense for these last three, four, five, six years. And Big T, you know that. You know we couldn't depend on the defense. Because every time we needed them in big moments, they would let us, they would let us down. So she was totally wrong when she said that about that offense. Our offense has been one of the best offenses in the NFL, the best offense in the NFL, if you ask me. No other team has done what we've done. Now, we might have got, you know, went down in the playoffs, but I mean, if you look at it, the defense was the reason that we lost these playoffs. Then. They never want to talk about that, though. Never. Nope. Never want to talk about how we went 13-3 and last year and in 2018. They don't want to talk about that. All they want to talk about when the Saints do something wrong. And they don't even want to give us credit for this win that we had. Right. Oh, the only reason they won is because of the defense. I mean, the defense had one takeaway from them, which got us the touchdown. And if you look at it, we still would have won a game if he would have took away their pick six from Janor G. But Tom Brady sure wasn't doing nothing down that field. I mean, they're supposed to be so explosive. They got all the weapons in the world. They got Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, I mean, LaShawn McCoy, Leonard Fournette. I mean, look at Skip. He was sitting up just saying they the best team in the NFL. But you're just like C.J. Jones over at the State of the Saints podcast. Just like it said, you got to have chemistry. They ain't had no kind of chemistry. They, Tom Brady, I bet you in his mind he thought, well, I beat you breathe so many other times. I'm going to just go down there and destroy him. I know I got this wind under my belt, but you didn't think our defense was going to step up on you, Tom Brady, and it had you sitting up there looking like a camera on national TV complaining to the refs every time somebody on our defense hit you. That just shows you how, how stupid Tom Brady is. I never liked Tom Brady because I always think he was jealous of Drew Brees and he disrespects Drew Brees. If you look at it, after Drew Brees broke that record, he said something disrespectful. Tell my, he comes for that record. All you had to do was <laughs> congratulate Drew Brees on breaking that record. You didn't have to sit up there and say them stupid. Man, you got six Super Bowl, Super Bowl wins. Ain't nobody doubting that you the greatest quarterback of all time. But why every time Drew Brees do something, you want to sit up here and say something? 
at the time Drew Brees do something. Drew Brees has accomplished more than what you have. He may not have them six rings, but he, oh yeah, he's accomplished way more than what you have. He got a good personality. He's a good man. He's helped out his city. He Drew Brees is an accomplished quarterback. And they always want to talk trash about Drew Brees. I'm like, he ain't got the arm. You yeah. need to shut that up. Because yeah. they clearly didn't see that 46 yard bomb that he threw nope. Jared Cook down the field. Sure didn't. They didn't see that. No, sure didn't talk they ain't about, talking that. about that. Nope. Don't want to talk about that. But I mean, yeah, and Brees, he did make a couple of wide open passes like that pass he had to Kamar when he was over there on the side. And I mean, he could have hit him, but he didn't. He go for him. But I mean, you still got to give Drew Brees credit. He, he didn't have the best game, but he had a good game. And it got us to W. And I'm tired of these fake news reporters, especially Brandon Marshall. I don't know what is it that he got against our team. Maybe it's because we cut him. I don't know, but he needs to shut his old phone stuff up. Always got the Saints in his mouth. I'm tired of that, man. I've been tired of it. But that's all I want to say, big people. They got me fired up on that. Listen to them old, watched up, one of these fake reporters. I can't even call them reporters because they ain't. Don't know what they're talking about. Uh, you're absolutely right. Bro. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brother Cedric, man, and uh, you, you're hitting it on the, the head of the... the uh, Ham on the nail, bro, with that one, man. And 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 like Steve, like Steve said, Breeze is four and two against Brady. I mean, so I mean, wouldn't shouldn't that be the story? You know, but it is what it is when it comes down to that. That's why I say it's good, man, that we continue to, to shift the narrative. And uh, first of all, big ups to Tim, man. Thank you, Tim, for your super chat. Tim says it's disgusting how Brandon Marshall can find every possible way to throw shade at the Saints. Every possible way, including making a thousand and million excuses for Drew Brees. And let me tell you something. If the man played a good game, I would have said he played a good game. The man didn't. He didn't play a good game, and he was responsible for his team losing. He was directly responsible for the team. They weren't prepared. He wasn't prepared. And it's hard to have a chemistry or anything positive when you cannot dominate the line of scrimmage. If the if your opponent it's pushing you off the line of scrimmage. You won't run the ball, and you damn sure ain't going to throw the ball right. So you have to remember the war is won at the line. 
And them, and them people are not, they're talking about every excuse in the book as opposed to the Saints defense dominated the line of scrimmage. And when you do that, you're not going to be able, the opposition is not going to be able to run the ball and you're not going to be able to throw the ball because you can't protect the quarterback. Even Bruce Aarons came out and was lambasted in Donovan, whatever his name is, because he was getting manhandled by Trey Hendrickson, Carl Granderson, and every other Saint guy you want to put up in there. He couldn't do nothing with him. Yep. Neither could Tristan Wilford. And you won't blame the tackles. The guards were struggling too. The Saints reset the – I keep saying this. The Saints reset the line of scrimmage three to four yards behind the original line of scrimmage and then shaped it in the, in the form of a the, the moon man face and had it wrapped around Tom Brady where he could not step up into the pocket to throw the ball. If you do any quarterback that, you ain't going to be able to do nothing. So how I mean that's that's common and traditional and regular football knowledge, but they're ignorant and they're rotten and they're underhanded because they're trying to fit a narrative. There was no there was no absolutely no evidence in that game about Drew Brees' arm looking bad. That was an outright lie and how the interview shifted up right after that lady finished telling her bull crap. The the uh the host of the show turned to Arvlarsky and said, "Drew's arm." What? You, hold on. He said, "Oh, and he, he started." Drew's arm looked bad in the game. I never. And hold on. What? There was nothing wrong with Drew Brees' arm, but Tom Brady doesn't make any mistakes. It's everybody else's mistakes. And the Saints' offense. You heard it here first, family. The Saints' offense is not built to carry the team or not built to win long term. You heard what that lady said. You heard what she said. Your offense ain't good enough to win on its own. Even though the offense been win- is the main reason the Saints have been winning a lot during the past in the recent past. The Saints offensives carried this team before the defense got on par because the defense was way behind until they eventually got on par and started making the right moves and drafting the right players, bringing in the right free agents. Bringing the right coaches, getting rid of garbage coaches like Bill Johnson, getting rid of pathetic ass coaches like uh, what's that other guy that's up there with with uh, with Adam Gates? He married his uh, daughter, whatever his name is. I, uh, I forgot the man name. I can't. But got rid of more trash coaches and brought in real coaches in here to, to, to teach these players what to do. You know, all that had to change, and the defense started carrying its weight, and the special teams is doing not completely. So, I mean, that is absolutely a lie and a, and total misinformation, and that's done purposefully. That's why I'm that's why I'm correcting the crap. But anyway, Cedric, thank you, bro, for chiming in, my man. I appreciate you. Who that to you, brother? All right, thank you for calling the Great Saint Think Tank family. Who's on the line? Who that? Who that? How's it going, Big Q? What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Ain't a whole lot, man. You was talking about Brandon Marshall, man. Don't you know he's a hater when it comes to us? He didn't get chosen by us. We cut him. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He didn't make the team, so of course he's not going to speak good about us. Let you me know? Well, hold on so, before before you get going, my friend. What's your name? The the half so I can let the Saints, the family members know. Big Abe from down south, Mississippi. Big, Big Abe? Big Abe. Thank I you. just say Abe, but my name is pronounced Abe, bro. Okay, okay. I got you, bro. All right. All right. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead with your uh, commentary, my friend. But yeah, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like New Orleans, we ain't get no kind of respect. Of you know, not. ain't nobody respecting us around the league. Mm-hmm. You know, they, um, when they come up to, um, you know, 
these uh, power rankings and stuff. I can understand us them putting us by round at three, but anything below three is some bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because I've been seeing them talk a lot about um, Green Bay Packers and what they got, you know, and um, um, talking about um, Seattle, you know. They shouldn't be ahead of us on the rankings, you know. I mean, that's some bull crap. And then, you know, like when it came to, you know, when they were talking about Tom Brady and the New Orleans Saints and stuff, you know, they given what it was is they was trying to find excuses to make up to Because a lot of teams, you know, a lot of people was picking Tom Brady and them to beat us with the weapons and stuff that they had. They, I mean, wh- who are we supposed to be, some busters? Yeah. You know, yep. we stack like this here. Y'all going to disrespect us like this? Come on. You know, we was we were Super Bowl contenders last year. You know, where was um Seattle? You know, and these other teams that they, you know, picking in this first week uh power ranking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just some bullshit, man. We gotta get our respect, man, and by um by um Michael Thomas being out on that high ankle spring, I think all guys we got enough depth to step up to handle this business. You know what I'm saying? To get us through the bye season. Man, I'm going to be honest with you, fam. I think we can go all the way, even defeating, you know what I'm saying, Kansas City, even though they got a running back, man. This song gun ain't no joke. Right. We got to slow his ass down. <laughs> but, yeah, um, man, I, I think we've got all the tools there. You know, we just, uh, you know, that first game, I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying, we was all together. We was – we was balanced, more balanced than most teams and stuff, you know. And I think that we, we looked at really good. So just people wasn't giving us the credit and stuff that we deserve. They don't want us to go to the Super Bowl. They hate us for some reason. They was blaming Katrina, the reason why we won the first one. They just won't let us alone, bro. So we, we got to start punching them in the mouth. I agree. <laughs> we got to hey. respect, man. Hey, Big A, I, listen, bro, let me tell you something, bro. You absolutely a thousand percent right. And that's what for to, and the reason why they so reckless with their stuff is because we hadn't been checking them. And I and, exactly. and I'm tired of turning a, a doing busting a, a MLK. It's time for me to bust a Muhammad Ali. That's what I said last year. I said, you know what? I ain't <laughs> I ain't busting a MLK. I ain't turning another cheek. I'm a, I'm gonna bust a Muhammad Ali. Meaning you hit me, I'm going to knock you out. And that's what we going to do right. right here. That's what we going to do here. We going we going we it's no longer and I ain't, that's why I'm encouraging uh great uh, family members uh, like yourself. And, and the whole great same thing taking who that nation to, to, to get on these people when they talk reckless. Because what I just played That's right, right here, when I just played right here, bro, those were outright, that was outright lies and misinformation. Purposefully done. Drip, that was, that's what an agenda to deform, to, to deface the, the, the who that nation. And I'm not playing with you no more. We need, just like my, my, my uh, a good uh, family member that get on the show, bro, Saints Uptown. And his his tag is Saints Uptown Minister of Defense for the Who That Nation, and we all need to be some ministers of defense for the Who That Nation because the bottom line is we can't no longer let them MLK us, man. We got we got to Muhammad Ali these people because they won't stop unless you make them stop. Go ahead, Abe. That's right, man. And I'm, I'm I'm just so tired of it, bro. We got to earn our respect, and I and I really think we're gonna go into um, Las Vegas and we're gonna uh, we're gonna handle all business and they brand new dome. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to come back and make a statement in that dome by taking care of our business with the Green Bay Packers. They are not 
top-notch, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, this first game and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can you can kind of tell, you know, if they're going to – you know, what they're going to do for the next two or three games or whatever. You know what I'm saying? A lot of right. these teams that wasn't that far off balance like um, Tampa Bay was. You don't know how Tampa – I mean, shoot, uh, Carolina might be Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Don't 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 be playing um uh, Bridgewater week. Right, <laughs> right. You right. They could, they could, you know they I'm could, saying? they definitely could, bro. They put up thirty something yeah. points there, and uh, they frustrate Tom Brady like we did. We gave him. Hey, listen, bro. We showed the rest of the NFL how to get at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We showed them exactly, and they we showed the whole NFL how to frustrate him. He was sla- he was slapping his helmet, he was cussing and fussing at people. It wasn't even a mistake, and he was shook and rattled like that. And it's just week one, so imagine what he That's gonna it. look he, he gonna look like in week seven, eight, nine, and ten. You gonna have to have him exactly. card it off. Exactly, like Stephen Aiden said, man, he's got a lot of pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? He's coming in there, he took over Winston's spot. They, you know what I'm saying? Shame Winston out by all these. Um, 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 interceptions and stuff that Winston throw and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They bad mouth him, you know, so now Tom come up in there, he feel like, you know what I'm saying, Bruce Harris put a lot of pressure on him, you know, and he didn't hold back nothing. A lot of them criticize him, you know, on different shows about how Bruce Harris, you know, come up in there and he's talking crazy to Tom Brady, a 20-year vet, five, six rings or whatever, you know, but shit, you know, it's like safe. You don't tell him then, you know what I'm saying? If you don't, you know, like he don't, he don't sugarcoat nothing, you know? Right. Bruce Aarons just, you know, he say he going to bring it to Tom just like he would and one of the other players. You know, Tom ain't no different. Right. You know, he's still the coach. Why? Right. Why should so, he, why, hey, why, why, was, why should he be any different to Tom Brady? Who the hell is he? Is Jesus? I mean, come on, exactly. man. The bottom line is you're a football player. I'm the head coach. Head coach mean I'm in control out here. Even though you might have exactly. a few uh, fringe benefits, you're going to listen to what I say. This is still my offense. And if you do something wrong, I'm going to I'm going to criticize you. If you do something right, I'm going to praise you. And that's how it's supposed exactly. to be, regardless of who it is. He has to address it. Right. If not, then, you know what I'm saying, he feel like it's his damn thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the man got to – he's got to play his part as a coach. You know what I'm saying? And then, right. you know what I'm saying, like he said, um, he looked like um, Tom Brady in practice, but – Obviously, uh, you know what I'm saying, the connection <laughs> wasn't there with him and Evans and, and you know what I'm saying, and the rest of those guys there. Yeah, he a practice warrior. He's That's what uh, Keyshawn Johnson, all of them lying for him. I don't know how much money he paying him or what brotherhood he belonged to, but he got all of them lying to him, man, bottom line for him and telling outright lies. Like, if you want to lie for Tom Brady, that's one thing, but I'll be damned if I'm going to let you sit up there on national television and lie about my team like that and not and not think that I'm going to address it. You absolutely not gonna do that. Them reporters are not gonna line up in the, in, in the lunch line and go in a buffet style line and come in and every and, and when the next guy come up, he gonna say the same thing in his own words and lying about the Saints. First of all, that was absolute lying, bad misinformation by that female reporter. She need to be ashamed of herself. But get on national television and not having a fact straight, not doing her goddamn homework. I don't know what institution she went through before she got that job, but she need to go back and study and do a better job of reporting on other people's team before you get your ass on television and do that. As far as that other You're idiot up there, right. that's that other idiot up there, that Arflarski, he never was hitting on nothing. He was a third round, a third string, not a third, he, third string backup his entire career. He got a job on ESPN. I don't know how that happened. I'm pretty sure they got better quarterbacks and athletes, but had that, that had a lot more accomplishments than a third string ass backup running around there trying to talk about Drew Brees, who's a Hall of Famer, who he can't dream to be as good as uh, in, in his wildest dreams. And fam, 
Now, check this out. Did you hear Troy Aikman? Did you hear how he was talking in the press box? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When the game was going That's on, right. it was like he wasn't even for us. I mean, no, like, he wants some credit. No, I ain't going to give you no credit. I'm, I'm not for you. I don't like the Saints, and I don't like them, and I'm going to give the credit to Tom Brady. Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. And when Tom Brady lose, it's Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that. It's the everybody else fault but Tom Brady. I mean, and every network is doing it, and I'm bringing the light to it. And all these networks are supposed to be competing, but they all have the same talking point. The, all, the same exactly. talking about making excuses. And the one reporter I've seen actually tell the truth. It was the guy from um, from the Fox show uh, uh, with Chris Carter. Uh, Nick, I forgot, Nick, Nick, whatever his name is. Nick, whatever his name is, I have to give him some credit because Nick was the only reporter out of all those reporters on the networks that actually told the truth about Tom Brady. Nick said, uh, he said, I just, think the, I just thought the quarterback stunk. And he said, I hear what you're talking about. You're saying all these things about Tom Brady, and that's not what happens. You're going to blame the wide receivers, the offensive line. You're going to blame the coach for calling them out. They got people blaming the coach for calling them out for having a game that cost them the game, a performance that cost them the game. How dare you lose us the game, and then the coach of the team cannot call you out publicly? They're saying, well, he shouldn't have called them out publicly, Q. He should have did it behind the scene. No, 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 no. You can't tell that man how to operate. I mean, you, that dude, did he did it in the public, I'm going to lambaste you in the public. He ain't had that, that craptastic performance in private. So he ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? The bottom line is, man, I like when Nick from which, whatever that show is with Chris Carter, he said it the right, right. way. And uh, and then he was the only one that actually got it right. That the, the lady reporter that I'm talking about, she did it in a backhanded kind of way. She gave you credit with your yeah, defense and offense and then crapped on your, your, I mean, your defense and special teams, but then crapped on your offense and said they're not built to win by themselves. Are you crazy? The Saints offense is the staple of the team, regardless of how good exactly. the defense has got. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The offense is going to be a top five unit 
and it's always a top 10 unit. So absolute misinformation with an agenda. Shame on them. They stink. And that's why I was playing Three Stooges because that's what they're a bunch of goddamn Three Stooges <laughs> ass reporters. That's why I was playing Fred Sanford, calling them a bunch of dummies because that's what they're a bunch of dumbass dummies that's and a bunch exactly of Three Stooges. That's exactly what the hell they are, and, and, man. And Big A, I'm going to keep doing it too. Exactly. You got to, man. Keep the haters back off us, man. But look, I'm going to say this and I'm going to let you go, man. Um, I, all I say is, you know what I'm saying, this shit with, um, you know, with, with, with Tom Brady, we're going to nip this shit here in the bud. We're going to take care of Green Bay. And I, I, I look for us to go all the way to the, at least to the bye, man, undefeated, man. I, I, I think we are strong enough. We got a few kinks that we're going to, you know what I'm saying, get out. But I don't think uh, Michael Thomas is going to be a factor to us um, winning you know what I'm saying, um, make, making these wins and stuff, you know. So um, I think we'll be okay, man. Like like Stephen A. say, man, Mike, go sit on down, and uh, we got some cats that's going to handle it tip for you. Sit on down. That's right. <laughs> hey, that's right. Get a rest on. Get ready for the rest of the season, bro. And we got people, got a that's deep right. wide receiver call and a very talented team that can pick up the slack until a man get back, bottom line. Thank you, Big A. That's Appreciate right. you, bro. Right. Thank you for the call. Love that intensity, bro. Feel free to call more, my man. Who that to you, brother? No problem, brother. Who that? Who that? Who that? All right. That's Big Abe chiming in. Thank you for calling the great St. Thank Tank family. Who's on the line? Talking to the Iceman. Iceman. What up, fam? What's going on, bro? Uh, Nothing much, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm fired up just like the rest of the callers, man. They, <laughs> they, they, they said the, the tone early, man. I like it, man. Hey, you know bro. They sound like. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, Ice Man. They sound like a bunch of Ice Men. That's what. The, that's that's what they sound like. I'm about to keep it going, man. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what I'm about to say, probably some of the uh, unpopular stuff, uh, but I'm still gonna say it. Damn it! So uh, brace yourselves. Here, here it goes. I know we always talk about Marshawn Lattimore as the best cornerback uh, the Saints ever had. I honestly, I think Janoris is the best uh, corner that the Saints have had. I know he only been here a couple games, but I just think that he creates more turnovers in his like his style of play, his instincts. And I know that he's been in the league a lot longer than, than Marshawn, but I think that he does a lot more. He's the only one outside of uh, Marcus Williams back there that I really see that like creates turnovers like uh or and I'm not even just talking about interceptions. I'm talking about like how he had a fumble in the in the in the Vikings game. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just that's just my opinion. I know that's probably unpopular with, with, with some people, but I feel like Jack Rabbit is the, 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 the top corner and then Marshawn is the number two. That's how I feel about it because this dude is a turnover machine. I mean he keeps getting them pick sixes Sooner or later, they're going to stop throwing it over to his side. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that that's just that's just something that I've been thinking about. I think he's a little bit more better than Marshawn right now. Things could change. Uh, Marshawn said he needs to come in and have his head on straight and play everybody like Julio Jones. Um, I don't think I've had – I don't think we've seen uh, Jack Rabbit not play somebody with, you know, 100% intensity. I mean, from here, Stephon Diggs crying – you know what I'm saying? I mean, he had him over there, you know what I'm saying, throwing his helmet and whining. Um, that was something I've been thinking about. Um, I was happy to see Trey Hendrickson light it up. Uh, but I ain't going to give him, you know what I'm saying, complete 
you know, a pass yet, man. I need to see, you know, two, three more games can, you know, in in, in a row of this. Because uh, he started off hot last year. He was tearing them up last year and kind of tailed off. So I want to see more from Trey Hendrickson and Grandison. Um, Malcolm Roach is looking pretty good. And, um, yeah, the last thing I wanted to uh, say about was, was this whole uh, the media thing, man. I don't understand why they always got to, like, give us the backhanded stuff. Like, I, don't never say, I don't never understand why they can't just give the Saints a compliment and keep it moving. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because Goodell and, and Benson had some type of uh, beef going on or whatever. They didn't like each other. and I don't know what it's about, but um, I wish they would just get the Saints, they, they, you know what I'm saying, they credit, you know what I'm saying, for, for being, you know, one of the better teams you know, over the last, you know, decade and stuff like that for being better, you know, than a lot of them teams are. Uh, the whole Drew Brees and Tom Brady thing, I'm going to take it a different route. I understand what, uh, what the first call was saying. They don't give Drew his respect and all that. I don't really think it's about the quarterbacks. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady and Drew Brees are more about the coaches. This is about one coach put his player in better position and the other one didn't. It's just that simple. One coach kept a defense around his team, didn't lollygag, and the other one didn't. I mean, it's just that simple. I don't know how anybody else feels about it, but I think when you're talking about Tom Brady and and Drew Brees, I think it's more about coaching than anything. Because, I mean, you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't think either one of those guys had the expectations of, of becoming what they were when they first came in the league. I mean, Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. I don't know when Drew Brees was drafted or uh, uh, what, what draft, like, uh, you know, he was or whatever. But, I mean, like, I think it's more about when you look at these two, I think it's more about the philosophy in coaching. Like, these are two parallel different coaches. Like, one guy succeeded multiple times at the, the highest level of the purpose of the sport that he was in. And the other guy didn't. It's just that simple. Drew Brees doesn't have the rings because his coach didn't put him in a better position to get him. He didn't, you know, he didn't run the ball. He didn't give him a a, a top 10 defense for for over half of his uh, career. He didn't give him, you know what I'm saying, the the, the necessary people involved to keep the, the secondary right and the linebackers right and keep from, you know, putting people at linebacker when they were supposed to be defensive end and, and you know what I'm saying, keeping his buddies on pace on, on the staff on the defensive side when they were stanking up the joint. He didn't do that. That That's just kind of how I look at it. Drew Brees and Tom Brady are both great. I would take either one on the team. If Drew Brees would have retired, Tom Brady would have been here. I think that, you know what I'm saying, either way it goes, would have been a Hall of Famer at the, at, you know, at, you know, under center. But I think when you're talking about these two, I think it really comes down to one guy's coach put his quarterback in the best position possible to dominate. And the other guy did it. The other guy just, you know, Sean Payton, you know what I'm saying? He kept the offense right, and the offense did his job, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't put Breeze in the best position to win. And that's just the truth. And that, that's that's really all I wanted to say about that. I saw everybody was, you know what I'm saying, was talking about who was better and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think you know, Breeze is better. You know what I'm saying? I 
think, you know, Breeze is better. But at the end of the day, I think it's more about – it says more about coaching when you look at the end of their careers, I think. I think that's what it tells me. It, that's what it shows me more about. It shows me more about uh, what Sean Payton didn't do for Drew that Belichick did for Brady. And uh, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, right, Ice Man. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, but that comparison, like I say, a lot of people talk about that too. Uh, the NFL connection to that, how the treatment was different. You know how the the, the punishment. It could be very well said. The Saints could have defended, uh, repeated the championship had not the NFL came erroneously with discipline against the Saints to destroy the team and for for the summation of for two years. So had not exactly. the legacy. Why? And let's put that on the record. Let's let that's let that be known to the great Saint Think Tank as well. Is that the NFL has been moving as a weapon against the Saints? They did it against the Bounty Gate, and then they le- literally came back later and recanted that. Even though to this day, people still have the idea that the Saints were guilty of something that the NFL tried to charge them with. The NFL destroyed the Saints for two years. It took its coaches and draft picks away. Did not return. Did not, and then issued a statement way later. And people still think the Saints are guilty of something that they were not. The NFL was erroneous against that. They were wrong for doing that to the Saints. And they did not compensate the Saints for draft picks or nothing. So had not the NFL stepped in and did what they did to the Saints or merely issued a fine or waited to gather the rest of the information, the Saints could have very well repeated. I say they would have definitely repeated. They would have had two Super Bowls. One Super Bowl there, and possibly going into the third and fourth season, the Saints would have been billing upon all of that. So we forget that is that the NFL has helped with uh, Tom Brady with the Tuck Rule, which my uh, Raiders family members in the chat knows that the Tuck Rule, and all people that know football know there was no such thing as a Tuck Rule, you know. But I'm smart enough to understand that I don't have an NFL rookie book in my possession. I don't have an NFL record book in my possession, and I, and I bet you the majority of the great same think tank don't have an entire updated uh, NFL record book in their possession. Who's to say that they won't make rules up on the fly? We know what we know the rules because we've been watching the game about what they consistently call. But the Tuck rule was fabricated. They created that rule to start the, the, the Tom Brady dynasty, and then have protected them over several seasons. When they have various scandals and they've been caught in several scandals consistently, the NFL comes with light-handed punishment for the Patriots. But when it comes down to the Saints, it destroyed the Saints for multiple years and messed up their playoff hopes after the original Super Bowl. We forget that. Took our coaches away, draft picks away, every damn thing. You know, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. But let's document that for the record as well. You know, when we talked about the comparison of the Saints and the Patriots, the NFL uh, picked the Patriots as its darling and the Saints are the redheaded stepchild. You know, like and I've documented countless times, and that's why I do not like the commissioner. I think he's an absolute piece of scum, and I've been vocalized. I've been vocal in that. Y'all know that. That's not the first time I've said that. I've said that on dozens of shows about Goodell, that he's, he's, he's trash. He's scum. And that's what he's always been. And they got shirts in the pro in the pro shop called chump. They're the chump tees in there, not the clown tees, but the chump mission or tees uh, are available in the pro shop. So if you don't get like Goodell, go get your chump tee and wear it around with your Goodell's face on it. Chump. You know, we got those in the pro shop as well. So like I said, it's absolutely what it is. And and and, and we're going to keep it real on the show. 
and we understand the dirtiness of what this stuff is. It's only up to us to call it out because the team won't say nothing about it. They're part of the machine. They won't call it out. It's up to the fan base, the family base to call out these egregious, these egregious offenses against our, our team. Yeah, they, they are pathetic on the national media, uh, making all these excuses. Oh, they didn't have OTAs. Well, hell, he's anybody else. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing, nothing about no, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it was because it's a new team. And before all of that, it was, oh, he was going to come to the NFC and dominate. It was, it was uh, throwing party string all in the air. Oh, he, his body, bro. He's about to come down here. And, oh, man. Cut it out, man. Like, to the ice man thank you for chiming in big a and cedric man chiming in as well forget espn or fox get straight sports talk from the sports coma with big q and the guys sports fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by fanatics and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time, get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Do you need a domain name? About a host for your website that can work with WordPress. Try Namecheap.com. They make registering, hosting, and managing domain names for yourself or others easy and affordable because of the internet needs people. Namecheap is an ICANN accredited domain register and technology company founded in 2000. It's one of the fastest growing American companies according to the 2018 Inc. 5000. Celebrate nearly two decades of providing unparalleled levels of service, security, and support. Namecheap has been steadfast and customer satisfaction with over 10 million domains under management. Namecheap is among the top domain registers and web providers in the world. They offer a full selection of popular and unique domains along with fully featured hosting packages, SSL security certificates, who is guard privacy protections, and more, all at the lowest prices in the industry. So if you need a domain name or hosting or anything else, think Namecheap.com. That's right, Namecheap.com. Check the description section below for link. Follow the sports come on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.